0: Show on ninety-five point three WBCK, and here's Tim Collins. I'm Phil O'Reilly in for Tim Collins, and this morning we have a very special guest with us. Uh, Join us, and uh, he's a uh, Battle Creek native, and I'm sure many know you well, Bob. Bob Rowe, welcome to the program. Good morning, Phil, and good morning, Battle Creek. Good to talk to you, and I, I
1: hope uh, your buddy's having a good vacation.
0: I hope so, too. Yeah, he he always finds some good things to do. And yeah. uh, I think there's a, a honey-do list, too, probably. So,
1: uh usually is. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the stuff done, though. Got to keep everybody happy. That's
0: right. Now, uh, Bob, uh, for those who may not know, tell us a little bit more about yourself uh you were in Battle Creek uh, for for quite a few years but you moved away what in the eighties you said? Uh yeah, somewhere in that
1: vicinity, Phil. Um, I was born and raised in Battle Creek, went to Fremont School in twelve years at Battle Creek Saint Phillips. Okay. And um, started my career there in town at the Attic Lounge, which is in was the old pancake house vicinity over there on Dickman Road and Ernie Moore's back room. Probably many of the younger viewers won't remember that. But, uh, yeah, I started out in Battle Creek, and it's my hometown, and
0: that's where my heart is. Yeah. Well, we're both members of the same parish as well, then. (laughs) So, yeah. Great. Well, very cool. Uh, You're going to hear, tell us a little bit this morning about an instrument of healing. Uh, Tell us a little bit about, get started here.
1: Well, uh, Phil, it's a documentary we've been working on for about a year and a half, and uh, many people that know me know that in addition to my concert and club career, I've had an outreach to senior citizens in nursing homes for many decades, and it's my heart also, and I love it. And um, an independent filmmaker decided to do a a film and a documentary about our our work and our outreach, and it also features the well-known Green Valley Boys from the Green Valley Jamboree days on Channel 3 and Luke Lenhardt, and it just kind of goes into depth about why I have done this all these years and what it means to me and also what it means to the seniors. And incidentally, I started right out there in Battle Creek at Calhoun County Medical Care Facility uh, bringing music to the seniors, so, you know, that's where I started doing this.
0: Well, that has to be so rewarding. I know, you know... I i've i've volunteered at some of these places doing various things when we were back in high school too we we come we'd go over there and sing or bring our chorus from the from my uh high school and everything so and and to see the smiles and and the it just you can just tell how wonderful the, the reaction is
1: well you nailed it there i mean i'll never forget one time i was up north and um Grailing, I think, somewhere in that area, and um, I have a habit of kind of having the residents sitting in a semicircle. And I, there was a lady on the end of the semicircle that was kind of out of it and slumped down in her wheelchair. And I kept going around to where she was, singing this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. And finally, she opened her eyes and she sat up in that chair and gave me the biggest smile you ever saw, and uh, started singing that song. In fact, a few weeks later, the activity director's call and says, "You got to come back here. We." can't get her to stop singing. This is a <laughs> light of mine, and, and you know, I mean, it's little things like that that people sometimes don't get. But um, just think about how you or I would feel if we were sitting in a care facility day in and day out with nothing to look forward to, you know, and and not much joy. And so, what we do really does make a difference in the lives of people that are often forgotten, and and many of them have no relatives or have nobody to visit them on a regular basis. So it's a good thing.
0: How many uh how many various homes do you think you've performed at and and you know, oh, met gosh. up with?
1: You're gonna make me work in early in the day here. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, probably hundreds. You know, we had an office in Nashville, Tennessee for a while because I was living down there pretty much in the nineteen nineties and I had a record deal and big time manager who managed me and Winona Judd and Lulu from Haw. and so we were doing it down there too, so you know, all over the country. Um, we're pretty much focused on Michigan at this point. Um, we do over 120 programs a year. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to myself and the Green Valley Boys, we do have 30 other talented professional artists and performers. So we have quite an outreach going, and, and um, you know we try to do a lot of regular places on a monthly basis so that we can get people something to look forward to, and they're not just sitting there without something on their calendar that they go, oh, great that's the day that we're going to have music, you
0: know? Right. So uh, as far as the the people that uh, perform with you, uh, how do you go about finding all these talented folks?
1: Well, sometimes they find us and, um, you know, from all of my years of doing clubs and doing concerts I got acquainted with lots and lots of musicians around the country. Mm-hmm. And I basically kinda handpicked people in the beginning that I knew would have a heart for what we're doing and that would um care about the elderly and, and also be able to do music from their era that they would recognize, you know, like you are my sunshine and the Tennessee Waltz and some of the older tunes. So that people just kinda came to me and, and um Contacted me and I used some of my friends that I worked with in the beginning.
0: Now I I, I would imagine all your performers are, uh, have had various life experiences and, and different ages and everything and and
1: uh, uh, they have yeah they have and that's that's one big aspect of what we're doing, Phil. Is it's very interactive. We have people telling stories. We have people telling jokes. <clears throat> Excuse me, and we have everybody. You know interacting all the time with the seniors, you know, hugging and and when permissible and uh, talking to them and getting the people to enter into the music and sing along and, and, uh, you know, and the nice thing is you get to talking to a senior and they will tell you their life story. You don't really have to cry too much, and they they open up pretty easily. And so it's not just the music or just entertainment, it's getting people involved and and helping them get to know their neighbors in the facility and the people they're sitting next to, so it has a lot of benefits for their social life as well.
0: Right, you know, and I I would imagine, because I I just know it's true, especially some of the younger uh, people that come and meet meet all these seniors um it's really the young people that just put uh just really light that lighten them up and i'm sure the younger members of your performing group are especially that way
1: you know they are and it's a double-edged sword too phil i love to see the reaction on the young performers faces when they discover this for the first time and yeah. they go, wow this is really a cool thing you know i mean and it's amazing how open many young people are and they get into a situation like this and they discover how fun the elderly can be and how interesting and like you said a few minutes ago uh, what a what a great impact what we're doing and what they're doing on the elderly is um they just really enjoy it so i think it's a, you know benefits the performers and the young people as well as the elderly
0: well yeah and and i'm sure i mean obviously the places that you go uh some really don't have necessarily an idea about what's going on but you know maybe it comes to them here and there but there's also some people that uh are very mentally alert and aware of their history and man i bet some of your uh your crew there really learn a lot from them obviously a big history lesson
1: they do, and like I said, there's a lot less cynicism in the youth than people might think. You know, they're interested in, in new experiences, and that this is one that they have, and they go, oh, wow, I just didn't know this existed. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is, you know, you're talking about many of the residents that are alert. The cool thing is, though, there are many people that are sadly suffering from Alzheimer's disease and dementia, and we find that... When nothing else can break through that barrier, music can, and it's just a fascinating thing. So many of those folks that maybe can't remember their name or where they are, sadly, or other details of their life, you know, they'll start singing, You Are My Sunshine, word for word. Mm -hmm. And it's also inspiring to see the staff in the care facilities that know these residents day in and day out see the changes and the reaction when they start to come alive especially those that are suffering from dementia because they know what those folks are dealing with on a daily basis and we may not you know we come in once a month or once a week and do our, our program and our music and, and see these wonderful experiences and the changes. But the staff knows what's really going on because they see these people daily. So they know the significance of the changes that happened during the music program.
0: And, you know, they're they're pretty big. Right. Well, we're talking with Bob Rowe, and Instrument of Healing is the uh, program. And we're going to come back here in just a bit. if you can hang on, Bob. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the documentary coming up. It's WBCK. Good morning. 95.3 WBCK. And this morning we have Battle Creek native Bob Rowe on with us as we are talking about a very exciting documentary for seniors as Bob is traveling around the country and, and mainly in Michigan performing the Instrument of Healing. And Bob, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Phil. Great
1: to be with you and your great listeners this morning.
0: Oh, yes, indeed. And this Instrument of Healing, it's a, a, a documentary that is going to be premiered in August? here? Yeah, it's going to air first around the 24th of August
1: at 10 p.m. and on the 27th around the same time and 31st at 6 and other times it's all prime time and it is going to be launched at our own West Michigan WGVU public television and we're hoping and planning that from there it will also be aired on Michigan affiliates around the state and then around the country. So we have uh, WGBU, who is the hosting station for the show, and they're going to be distributing it nationally as well. So we're very grateful and excited to have appreciative to them for doing this.
0: Sure, and we're happy to promote it here as well. Uh, That's <laughs> great. Yes, and it's the Renaissance Enterprises that's right yeah
1: that's the name of the organization i founded in the late 80s and we kind of came up with that name because renaissance has a double double name entendre kind of a, a variety of arts and also rebirth is what it means and that's what we're all about
0: sure now uh let's talk a little bit more about the uh, what's in the instrument of healing documentary mm-hmm. as far as uh the lineup and and sure yeah yeah go ahead
1: well Uh, There's been a lot of different mini-documentaries, quote-unquote, about our work on a whole lot of different television networks from CNN to some some older ones on PBS and also many of the Christian networks and the global Catholic network like EWTN. This is the first one that's ever really been in-depth about why we do this and why I do it and how I started out doing it and what my inspiration was, and and there's a lot of conversation in it as well as some good music and some wonderful interviews with our Green Valley boys and Luke Lenhardt and some of the activity personnel in the nursing homes. And they will talk about what this means to the elderly and what an impact it has on their life but primarily, it goes into a lot of depth and a lot of ideas that maybe the public aren't familiar with as to exactly why I do this and what got me started. People have asked this question of me for years, and this is really a chance for us to explain this. and We're real excited about it. We think it's going to be real interesting for folks to watch.
0: Right, exactly. And it's how does it start off? Uh, it's musically here.
1: Well, it starts out with a song I wrote called "Higher Ground." And the song that I wrote uh, not too awful long ago uh, about the choices we face in this world, which is, you know, getting kind of more troubled every year we go along. And the song kind of talks about how we have a choice to either sink in the mud of despair and discouragement and negativity, or we have the option to rise up to higher ground. And this is the one lesson I've learned from all of our seniors is, nobody has control over the cards they're dealt in this world you know you can set out with all kinds of ideals and dreams and desires but a lot of them don't necessarily work out the way you think they are and the happiest seniors I've ever met are the ones that learn to take the good things that did happen in their life and the things, even if they were unexpected, and celebrate and, and build up on them and make that the best thing in their life instead of getting bitter about what didn't happen or what didn't go their way. So that's what the song, the opening song is, "Is Higher Ground, I'm Moving Up.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Well, you know, and as seniors look back on their lives and, and, and we look at this, pandemic as a nation and Mm -hmm. you know none of us have ever experienced anything like this not in our lifetime no but if you think about some of these seniors and what they've dealt with their entire life yeah well yeah
1: yeah and i've lost a lot of my dear seniors from the pandemic and you know i don't want to get into politics because i believe i i want to be somebody that people can look to and my our message no matter what your beliefs are but i do like to encourage people to think seriously about getting the vaccination yeah I, per, I personally have seen too many people pass away from this terrible virus and i know it's real and i know the best way to fight it right now is the vaccine
0: right and these seniors uh, you know having to spend their time in these homes and, and they get mm-hmm. they get bored yeah. and they don't you know if they don't have people to entertain them, you know. Yep. It, it it's really hard. So, of course, with the pandemic, it made that that uh, even worse for them. Actually, well,
1: it so. did. And we were so determined, Phil. Even during the pandemic, we sang outside of people's windows and yeah. we did outdoor programs when the weather permitted. We didn't give up. You know, we, yeah. there were some months where we could do that because it was winter. But we reached them every way we could, even some virtual concerts on Facebook and what okay. have you, you know, because we realized just what you said—it's harder than ever during the pandemic.
0: Right. Okay. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on, Bob. Uh, real quick, my you, pleasure too. Yes, and it's uh, what the first one's August 24th, and you got some other times too that.
1: Yeah, yeah. the 27th at 10.30, the 31st at 6 o'clock in the evening, and then in the, the middle of the night, too. But there's going to be a lot of other times, too, through the fall. This is just the kickoff time at the end of August, so we're real excited. Also, people can download the title song, um, Higher Ground, and also other songs of mine on iTunes and Apple and Amazon Music, so the music's out there to, to help our cause, too, you know.
0: All right. Now, I'm sure a lot of people, after hearing you this morning, are going to YouTube <laughs> you and Google you and all that, too. So yeah,
1: I hope so, and I hope they'll forgive my scratchy throat this is a little early for me oh. to talk on the air so oh man i tell you, i've been dealing
0: with a cough you know for sinus it's gotta be there. the
1: allergy season yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. I go through it and, and it just last
0: and i'm trying to read the sports and uh, uh, you know so yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 all right well bob it's been a pleasure anything else you want to add before we wrap up well just want to uh Thank the wonderful people of Battle Creek.
1: They're always in my heart and in my mind, and I'll never forget where I came from, and I try to get back there as much as I can. And God bless Battle Creek. It's got an enormously wonderful history, and, and I hope folks will celebrate that forever.
0: All right. Bob, it's been a pleasure having you on. It truly you is. Thank you, Phil. Thank and, you. Yeah, you have a wonderful day now. Good luck. You as well. Thank alright Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's 95.3 W.